Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. Joined by Joyce Ng. Joyce, we're, we're, last week we did our first full primetime Emmy Award winner picks. Now we're doing the Creative Arts Emmy winner picks, Joyce. Uh, first in the schedule and in our hearts. Definitely. Suppose, allegedly still scheduled for early September. I, I will not September hold September 9th and yeah. 10th. Yeah, not going to hold my I, I really loved when they announced the nominations um, and how they were like, the Emmys are currently scheduled for yeah. September 18th. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to hold my breath for those dates to hold. Uh, but it's nice to imagine they could. Certainly hope springs eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of categories here, Joyce. And a lot of not them. All of them. All of them. And a lot but of them. Not all of them that exist. Not all of them. Just all the ones you can predict. And uh, a lot that we're going to just burn through to get through not that we don't love these but also not a lot to say let's be real um well you know like i think most people have rupaul winning reality host so that's what we're going to start with incredible uh rupaul i have the rupaul winning for reality host of the people predicting rupaul has uh uh 10 times the amount of votes of everybody else seemingly it's 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 pretty stark five times uh anyway i have rupaul Nicole Byer, Padma, Queer Eye host, and Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph. That's my five. Um, I am I looking at the right page again? At the wrong page. No. Okay, here we go. Um, Evru, Padma, Queer Eye, Nicole, and Amy and Maya. Obviously, this is Padma's last chance. Right. But I don't really know if that matters or if they care. So. I don't think so. And when we did this last week with our uh, Emmy primetime Emmy predictions, we both had RuPaul Drag Race winning, winning as well. So it kind of makes sense that Ru would maybe certainly win. I mean, you know, last, last year, year Ru did. won right. this, but Lizzo won series. Right. But, but there's Lizzo's no Lizzo. Gone. Yeah. So, um, and I feel like, you know, they, they just love to name check Amy Poehler here now because she's been nominated um, with uh, Nick Offerman for making it before mm-hmm. and now she's nominated for baking it with maya maybe they think it's the same show because it sounds alike they might so what about faking it is that a show that'll be her next one maybe like a prank show and she could do yeah. it with aubrey plaza yeah that sounds like fun peacock call me uh, uh but it can't be on peacock <laughs> why like i mean i know this was on peacock but it's like <laughs> all these shows are on peacock it. <laughs> uh next up is game show host joyce we've never predicted this before i don't think we've ever talked about well, game because shows. they're on prime time now they yeah. moved to prime time so what a treat they're uh, not in the daytime no anymore and uh joyce i'm already predicting an upset here i have kiki palmer winning for password 
Then I have Mayan Bialik and Ken Jennings, uh, second and third for Jeopardy, Steve Harvey, fourth for uh, Family Feud, and Pat Sajak for Wheel of Fortune. Uh, I have Mayim, um, Kiki, Pat, Steve, and Ken. So Mayim is first in the odds. I just was like, I don't know. Do people love, I, I think that there would be a split with the Jeopardy host. I think people do love Ken Jennings too. And Kiki Palmer is super famous and I think could easily win. That was my thinking. Sure. Or they could give it to Pat because he's going to retire. Pat could be a, a contender, but I'm not sure if they care. I don't know. Um, It is an end of an era. So. Yes. Uh, I just don't think Mayim, I think there's, it's not, it's not like she's so obviously the Jeopardy host. And I think Ken is also a great Jeopardy host. So I don't know if she would be no. a steamroller. Well, last year, Steve won. And then I think before um, Alex Trebek won posthumously, like Trebek's won a bunch, obviously. And yes. Steve won. I guess the safest prediction is Steve. <laughs> right. I have him fourth, maybe I'll move him up to third, but I still think Kiki could win. Uh, for game show, I have Jeopardy winning. Then The Price is Right, Will of Fortune, Family Feud, and that's my jam. I have Jeopardy, Wheel, Price is Right, Family Feud, and that's my jam. What is a category we're not going to talk a lot about? Um, game show. Variety Special Live. Was that I my have... double Jeopardy? That's <laughs> you won. Uh, Variety Special Live. Uh, I have Elton John live. Farewell from Dodger Stadium. Then the Tonys, the Super Bowl, Chris Rock selective outrage, and the Oscars. Um, I have Elton and uh, Super Bowl, Tony, Chris Rock, and the Oscars. Not much to say. Good, good special though. Um, I mean, last year obviously the Super Bowl won. Great win. Mm-hmm. made Eminem an Emmy winner we love that way to an EGOT so mm-hmm. I don't know if um the Rihanna one will win no and I feel like you know Elton has a lot of goodwill a lot of celebrities went to the Dodger Stadium show it, it so. this is maybe like leftover thinking but I also just feel like and obviously, like the the Super Bowl one with Eminem and the like the '90s hip hop revival, but I just feel like a cat TV Academy members are like in the pocket for an Elton John special. Just feels like that would be something they'd really like. You know, like an older artist kind of doing stuff. Rihanna is not obviously a, well. A, it's a, also a, his farewell tour. He's been retiring for like seven years, but he's been retiring for most of my life. I think him and Billy Joel are doing final shows forever. Yeah, uh, they're just never going to end. This is the last stop in the city, but the tour continues. Yeah. It's a farewell for whatever date. It's the last time he will yeah, ever It was a farewell from Dodger Stadium and right. you know, LA. So, Variety special recorded Joyce. I have Carol Burnett, 90 Years of Laughter and Love winning. Then John Mulaney, Baby J, Norman Lear, Lizzo, Trevor Noah, and Wanda Sykes. I have Carol, Lizzo, John, Trevor, Norman, and Wanda. Just feels like a no-brainer that Carol Burnett would win this, right? Um, I wouldn't say a no-brainer. Like th- this is a a pretty competitive category. I, I would say. I mean, it's cool that we have Carol Burnett versus Norman Lear. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but 
I think she can pull it out. And I put Lizzo in second because we, you know, they love her. She pulled some big upsets last year. Mm -hmm. And then last year, Adele one night only won this category. So I feel like, you know, they're into concert specials too. Yes. Uh, I lost my tab. Oh no. Okay. Variety special directing. This one, I have the Oscars winning, then the Super Bowl halftime show, Carol Burnett, Chris Rock, and Wanda Sykes. Um, I also have the Oscars, Super Bowl, Chris, Carol, and Wanda. So last year, I think, yeah, Adele won this last year too. So, mm -hmm. um, but no Lizzo here. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, for Variety Special Writing, I have a, perhaps an upset based on the odds, but I have John Mulaney winning for Baby J, then Chris Rock, then Carol Burnett, Wanda Sykes, and Would It Kill You to Laugh? Um, I have Chris Rock, John, Wanda, Will It Kill You to Laugh, and Carol. So I picked John because I don't think people really love the Chris Rock show, and I don't think it was the sharpest Chris Rock stand-up special that we've seen. But Baby J rules, and I think it was incredibly well-received and, like, a, a very good uh, showing for John. So that's why I put him over Chris Rock. I just don't – I'm like – Chris Rock could win based on name check, and, like, it was obviously a massive cultural event because of, like, the Will Smith stuff. But in the aftermath, it never, it never felt like people were like, this is an amazing Chris Rock writing achievement. It felt like this was a tabloid news story that everyone had to talk about. Sure, but I don't think – the the cultural imprint matters that much so um and john has won before so he can win again i i think it's really between the the stand-up specials yeah um so that's why i have carol last or maybe you could argue that the stand-up specials will cancel each other out i put carol in third just because i think if she's going to win variety special recorded and is competitive ish in directing like they clearly like that that event so i think she could yeah but that's different because you're yeah. honoring the special as a whole like watching yeah. the whole show yeah. that's your and this you're honoring the actual script yeah so uh moving on to animated program joyce i've got intergalactic then primal the simpsons bob's burgers and rick and morty Um, I have Primal, Intergalactic, Bob's, Simpsons, and Rick and Morty. Primal is the favorite. Uh, it won two years ago, so I'm just going back to it. Seems like a lot of people did that. Uh, voiceover performance. I have Ali Wong, Wong winning for Tuka and Birdie, then Maya Rudolph for Big Mouth, Mel Brooks, Julie Andrews, Alex Borstein, and Wanda Sykes. Um, I thought about putting Allie in first. I might do it before, you know, March next year. Uh, but I have Maya, Allie, Alex, Julie, Mel, and Wanda. But as we discussed last week uh, about Allie's nomination for Beef, uh, the voiceover nomination for Tuca and Birdie is like a coattail nomination, just like when Alex Borstein and Maya Rudolph back again here um, won for uh, SNL and Maisel 
and they also won voiceover mm-hmm. for Big Mouth and Family Guy. And I'm expecting that to happen here. That's why I got her winning, basically. I know. That's why I'm like, is it going to happen again? Like, for the I, third time? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, like, they've never nominated Tuca and Birdie for a single award before until this year. So And it could mean that she was not... Right. They, it could mean that she was nominated here just because they really love her and then she they're going to just ignore it because they don't care about the show and then she doesn't win. But it also could be they nominated her because they love her and then they're not even going to care what this is for. They're just going to let her win as well. So, yeah. So, so Maya has won this yes. twice. So she did the double back to back. And then last year she lost this to Traffic Bozeman mm-hmm. or what if. Um. So I think like they could just go back to her. Like, I don't really hold last year's loss against her. You know, like, they've continued to nominate her since she won it. She won twice. Whereas with Alex, she did not win the second time, the second year. And then they dropped her and then they brought her back this year. I kind of feel like if they go back to her, it makes sense. But I could also just be like, I could see them being, being like, we're moving on, finding someone else. How do you feel about Julie and Mel? Julie's think- one of very popular picks um, this is for Queen Charlotte, but for Bridgerton. So I think no, because she's never won for these shows. I thought of Mel, but I don't think there's a need or really like a, a large like push to have him win for this. I have him in third, though, ahead of Julie. Right. Um, yeah, I think like that would be very name checky, but I also feel like he and Julie are kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, for narrator choice, I have Angela Bassett winning for Goodnight Oppie, then Barack Obama, Morgan Freeman, Marshall Ali, and Pedro Pascal. Wow. Um, I have Obama, mm-hmm. Angela, Morgan, Mahershala, and Pedro. Uh, I think it's a class. This feels like a, a name check to me that I think Angela Bassett maybe even has a bigger name check at this point than Barack Obama. This is her eighth nomination. She's number one. Mm-hmm. I feel like people just want her to win. Mm-hmm. And just hope dicting her. Um, Obama won this last year. Obama won this last year for a different show, right? For the Parks one, I think. Is that what it was? Yes. And felt like an ultimate name check for that. I feel like since he's already won once, it's kind of the novelty is worn off. That's that's really it. I don't I mean, I think this is most of this category is just going to be like, who do we want to have win? Right. Like, I don't think they're going to put a lot of time or thought into narrator. No, because like, I think they I actually think they do like for this category, like they've had some good wins here. Obviously, David Attenborough, the king of this category Mm -hmm. and Obama beat him last year when there was not a name check or or a vote split situation, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before, there was a vote split situation with David because he had two up mm-hmm. and Sterling K. Brown won. Mm-hmm. Um, and David like has also beaten Angela. I'm talking about David a lot, even though he's not here. But yeah, I remember people predicting Angela a couple years ago too. Um, just because again, they, they want her to win. I think they faced off a couple times, David and Angela, let me see. But yeah, David always wins out. Um, and I do think like Obama was kind of name checky too, but obviously he has a, a great voice. He's a great orator. So yeah. I don't think it's like a bad win, 
you know. Oh, it's not a bad one, but I think it's name Chucky. I think it's just like Barack Obama. Yes, I I voted for him twice, and I will vote for him here as an Emmy winner. Yeah, you 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 want to vote for him for a third time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Bradley Whitford did a bang up job on his ballot for this. Yeah. So David Attenborough has beaten Angela twice. Yeah. So with no David Attenborough. But Obama's still here. Obama beat David. So it's like rocks or papers. I don't know. I'm going to go Angela. I'm going to stick with Angela, even though I don't think people remember Goodnight Oppie exists. And no, working, I also love that they just things. completely reneged on their rule. It's like um, any project that's been put up for Oscar consideration cannot be put up for the Emmys. And they're like, oh, we'll walk that back. It's fine now. You can do it again. Yeah. There are no rules. No, no rules. Yeah. Uh, structured reality program. Is that next year? Yes. I have Queer Eye. Then Shark Tank, Love is Blind, Antiques Rojo, and my favorite, Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Uh, Clear Eye, Shark Tank, Love is Blind, Diners, Drivers, and Dives, and Antiques Rojo. And then for unstructured reality program, Joyce, I have Welcome to Wrexham with our best pal Ryan Reynolds, right? And uh, Rob uh, McElhinney. And then RuPaul's Drag Race, Vanderpump, Selling Sunset. And Indian matchmaking. RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked to get the full name. I have Vanderpump Rules. Wow. Welcome to Wrexham. Selling Sunset. Untucked. And Indian matchmaking. I I'm say, going for the Scandaval. I, I, mean, I know nothing about it. Okay. But I'm just going for the Scandaval. I've heard, I've heard of it. Certainly. I know, I know the details, but I'm not invested at all in any of this. Um, I don't watch any of these shows but i ironically dined at two of their restaurants so i feel like you definitely have i was made have... to go there by <laughs> one of our mutual friends i was gonna say we have a mutual friend who i think is like uh, just a should fan. write a book about this because yes. they are obsessed with this kind of shit uh documentary series uh i have 1619 project then the u.s and the holocaust dear mama 100 foot wave and the secret of elephants i have the same order seems like that's a very popular uh, for our people. Yeah. I, can, I can see like U.S. and the Holocaust winning too, but I just won with 1619. Yeah. yeah. And then documentary special. Boy, if you were a, a famous person who had a documentary this year, congratulations. There but, were, I feel bad for the people who are left out. Brooke Shields, I feel like could have been yeah. in here, right? Yeah. Uh, I have still a Michael J. Fox movie, Being Mary Tyler Moore, Judy Bloom Forever, Pamela Love Story, and then My Transparent Life. Same. Is still eligible for an Oscar also? Um, I think because they're doing it for the Emmys, they're not like right. gonna do it. But um got on a lot of emails about how many nominations still got. I know it got seven because I got 50 emails that it got seven. Yep. Uh I saw this movie. I talked to Davis Guggenheim actually at a, an event choice. And I said I worked at Gold Derby. He was very nice. I've talked to him before. Um 16 years ago it was the movie wow. he made with elizabeth shu it was at a round table i sat right next to him his, his wife is elizabeth shu and when we were yes. talking he was like i said where i was from and he's like oh my wife was grew up there and went to the high school here and i was like yes i knew that she's like one of the most one of the yeah. famous she was at the round table too because it was the whole cast and crew so but. uh anyway pretty good movie it's on apple you can watch it right now Documentary filmmaking. I have the territory, last flight home, aftershock, and the accused. Same. Uh, hosted nonfiction series are special. I have Stanley Tucci searching for Italy, 
than the light we carry, United Shades of America. My next get my next guest needs no introduction and taste the nation. This is a pretty competitive category, I think. It is. I have the Tooch, Taste the Nation. Uh, my next guest, United Shades, and the light we carry. You don't think the Michelle Obama Oprah would get this a lot of a lot of wins for the light we carry, a lot of votes. Um, no. An unbeatable combo, Michelle Obama and Oprah. Is are they unbeatable? I don't know. I'd love to find out. That what if they ran for? Uh, what if that was a presidential ticket? That would be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Let them do it. Uh, and then that's it. So those are the early ones. Now we're going to do some of the uh, the the exciting. early ones. Those those are the unscripted ones. You're okay. so biased. You're so biased. I am. I I don't Just call them what they are. They're unscripted. unscripted. Sure. So now we're going to go into the scripted. Uh, first up is main title design, Joyce. This is a fave. We love this. Who won this last year? Do you remember? Um, was it White Lotus last year? I don't remember. Main title, let me see. Um, main title last year. Oh, no, it was Severance last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I like the category in general, but they don't always make the best choices. Although I did love the counterpart win like five years ago. That was a great one. So I have The Last of Us winning, then The White Lotus, Wednesday, Lord of the Rings, Cabin of Curiosities, and Hello Tomorrow. Um, I have Wednesday, White Lotus, Last of Us, Lord of the Rings, Cabin of Curiosities, and Hello Tomorrow. It feels like those are the top three is right like wednesday last of us and white lotus in the odds wednesday is first last of us relatively close behind and then the white lotus a distant third i feel like last of us the titles are incredibly memorable and i think they love the show more than wednesday and so that was my decision i think you're faced with a ballot but the two shows on them and two equally cool credits or title sequences you're going to go with the show you like more. Uh, I think that would be a bigger point if the whole Academy was voting, like they've shown here with some of their choices, like it doesn't matter if the show is a big deal or not. Like they gave it to Godfather of Harlem once, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, you know, they've also given it to Mad Men and Game of Thrones. So it doesn't really matter how big or small the the show is. And these like Wednesday is a big show. Like it's a highly visible it show. It was very it's watched. Not, you know, it just didn't get as many nominations as these mm-hmm. other two shows here. I'm sticking like with it's it. not. It's not like a Hello Tomorrow, which made it in here, but you know, obviously not a big show or a big player. Do you think then it could win? Hello Something tomorrow. that could win. Yeah. Why not? Right. Why not? They've given it like they've shown they they don't have a, a big show bias here. So like here, past winners, Gullard Bird, that got yeah. decimated. They did not care. But it won this. Got part of Harlem three years ago. Game of Thrones 2019, 2018 counterpart. 2017 Stranger Things, 2016 Man in the High Castle, 2015 Manhattan, great show. Um, no one watched it on WGN, but True Detective, Da Vinci's Demons, Great Expectations, Game of Thrones, Four to Death, United States of Tara, Mad Men, Dexter. So. so you're making me think I should pick like Hello Tomorrow, Cabin of Curiosities, frankly. 
I mean, pick whatever you want. I'm going to pick Last of Us because I think it's a cool title. Uh, main title theme music is up next. I have The White Lotus and or Lord of the Rings, Miss Marvel and Cabinet of Curiosities. Same. White Lotus is the overwhelming favorite here. Um, yeah. Uh, it, they won last year too, so... Um, and they tweaked the theme. Yeah, unlike House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones. For music for series... I think you know probably who I have winning here, but it's Nicholas Bertel for Succession, then The White Lotus, then Nick Bertel for Andor, then Last of Us, and then Wednesday. A good category here, I feel like. All of these are good. Um, I have Succession, even though I don't think he'll win. <laughs> what do you think is going to win? Like, I think he could win for Andor. I so think Andor. he could win for Succession, obviously. Succession's the overwhelming favorite, then Wednesday, and then Andor, White Lotus, and Last of Us. I think you could pick make a case for any five of these, frankly. Yeah, I have Succession and or White Lotus Wednesday, Last of Us. Uh, if he didn't win for this, it would be crime to me. But If he doesn't win for this, then he won't have an Emmy for the actual score of Succession. Right. And I so. would say, again, I don't know if they care about this. <laughs> so who knows? But I would say if you are a fan of the music of the show and you have listened to the soundtracks and the scores, this season four is clearly head and shoulders above the other work he's done, which is remarkable because it's all great. But this season was like a real winner. Yeah. And, you know, he he could beat himself since he did Andor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like since he's lost already for it, <laughs> That he'll just never win. If there's a vote split between him and him, who would win? White Lotus or Wednesday? Or Last of Us? Um, I mean, I have White Lotus in third. I feel like White Lotus would win too, even though Wednesday's second in the odds. I don't even know if he... I mean, I guess his peers would know that he did both scores. I don't even think he would... like He himself would vote split. Like I think they would be voting for the music mostly mm -hmm. or maybe even with um the knowledge in mind that it's succession's last season i don't even know if they know that he's number one for the actual score like he's one for the theme that's the problem right because it's not like there's not an urge to give him one maybe yeah i, I don't know yeah i don't know if they know that so uh, like on. they can, you could also be someone who's voted for him before for the score, right? Um, and he lost, so I don't know. I want him to win, so I'm like hope dicting him, <laughs> really. But he's he lost because he wasn't nominated for season one, so he lost to Mandalorian for season two, and then last year he lost to Severance, right? So he could lose to himself for a Star Wars show. Mm -hmm. Uh, for music for a limited series, Joyce, I have Weird, uh, the Yal Yankovic story, then A Small Light, Prey, Hocus Pocus, and Miss Marvel. I have Weird, A Small Light, Prey, Miss Marvel, and Hocus Pocus. Weird 
we'll go on a run here, it seems, because we could also do music and lyrics, and I guess talk about these together. I have Weird winning there as well, then Ted Lasso, So Long, Farewell, then Mrs. Maisel, Ted Lasso, Mom City, Ginny and Georgia, and The L Word. I have Weird, Maisel, So Long, Farewell, Mom City, Ginny and Georgia, and The L Word. So Long, Farewell is the Ed Sheeran song, I believe. Uh, I love the weird the song the music and lyrics in the weird Al song that is like the credit song for weird is hilarious and like was was it would have been a great Oscar nominee last or this year I guess alas I also think like that is you know you know this is what weird Al does you know (laughs) like it's song parodies and you go into the movie i think you would like probably expecting a new song yes and there is it's great music all around in the film it's the, so definitely that kind of gives it an edge and the movie did well too got eight nominations yes um so and then i don't know like the ted songs i feel like they might just cancel each other out kind of like the euphoria songs last year yeah i just don't think they're like they're not really memorable or stand out really no so, that's the thing yeah and i feel like mazla has had better songs previously and then jenny and george and Elward, congratulations on your nominations right so yeah and then you know as we've said before schmigadoon snubbed this year and won last year and i i really thought you know pre-nominations it could have won again and uh, it's submitted um the daddy song, right? Talk to Daddy, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though I prefer the song um that Alan Cumming and Kristen Chenemuth sings. Maybe that should have been the one. I don't know. Well, how do you feel about your fave, Daisy Jones, being snubbed altogether? Tough beat. I mean, I think not it's a great look. <laughs> there were too many songs. They submitted three. And I think that's the problem. Because I think they're all the, the album is amazing. Like it's actually like filled with really good songs that I listen to as if they're real because they are like real, obviously. Uh, but I think it's just tough. There's not one to kind of focus in on. Yeah, and I feel like you know the none of them really broke out as like the top tier song. So, I, Honeycomb would have been the one, but I think the river i miss. i forget i think it was were those the th- it's honeycomb the river and what was the other one do you remember what i don't they, even know what they're called so <laughs> those end up being like i think there's passionate supporters of each basically and i think there's not like a consensus on any one of them right like i mean like i watched a show that i thought the songs were perfectly competent um but not one of them really broke out you know and was yeah like a viral hit really the, the problem so. is they made an album that's really good and there's not like, yeah, and like they should have album. been more strategic with the submissions and just submitted one. So if you're a Daisy fan, you just got to vote for that one. Yeah. I think if it had one in there, it would have easily gotten in. And I think it could have maybe at least could be win competitive based on the way it performed as a nominee, but not here. So weird wins. I do have a winning next up though, Joyce for music supervision. Uh, and then I have stranger things, white Lotus, Maisel and Ted. Um, I have, Stranger Things, Daisy, Maisel, White Lotus, and Ted. So why do you think Stranger Things can win? Um, because it's one before, obviously. And yes. I feel like they think they're still voting for running up that hill, which okay. they sort there of are. They sort of are. Is that it's the orphan episodes. 
<laughs> so they liked it last year. They're still thinking maybe it's part of that and they'll just do it again. Yeah. I could see that. But I I think Daisy Jones should win because not only did it have all the original songs that they worked on, but it is a massive, like, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, actual, like, real songs. Yeah. So. Like a lot. Um, I also interviewed the music supervisor, Frankie Pine. So obviously so I'm going to go down with the ship. Yeah. Never going to go off that. Uh, drama casting, Joyce. This one is... A biggie, we like to say, right? Yeah, because casting is voted on by casting directors, producers, and directors. Uh, I have The Last of Us winning. Then I have Succession, White Lotus, Bad Sisters, Yellow Jackets, and The Crown. I have Succession, White Lotus, Last of Us, Bad Sisters, Yellow Jackets, The Crown. White Lotus is first in the odds. And I understand that. I think Last of Us could win, but because of the the sheer amount of perfect casting they had as the guest stars. And I think Succession maybe and White Lotus both could feel like old hat. Um well, Succession's won twice. Mm-hmm. Including oh, I know. Which means, like, we've already let it one twice. And, and nothing this season. White Lotus won last year, and White Lotus has more of an argument than Succession, you could argue, since it has a new cast, except for Jennifer Coolidge. Um, I think the fact that, like, White Lotus, like, it casts new regulars also gives it an edge over... Yeah. The Last of Us, where it's like you have two series regulars, basically, like no supporting people, and then a bunch of guest stars. Great guest star casting, yes. But I think, ha- like, you know, White Lotus, if you're just comparing the two of them, it's like they got series regulars. You know, it's kind of like the crown getting a new cast every time. It's mm-hmm. like you get, you get these new people, these series regulars. Um, and like Succession, obviously, the main cast is the same um but i think it's just such an actor friendly show like obviously every actor wants to be on it basically mm-hmm. like they cast a lot of new york actors um and uh, and like underrated new york actors you know it's just like character actors stuff um so i i so that's why i have like last of us in third i just think the other two um they're like they've won before and then like white lotus especially has a 99 percent new cast i i put succession in second because i wanted to win but i don't think it will because i think of the three it actually had it's since it's won before and this fourth season did not really add a lot of impact folks even though i agree with you i think it's the best cast and like they find perfect people i just think it's like not as much of a need for it to win white lotus i think would be a great win and obviously, like you said, they re- had to reset the whole cast and find a lot of Italian actors who are amazing on it, right? Money of whom, two of whom at least are nominees. Uh, and I think that's important. But I think Last of Us, because it's, I think the finding the guest stars is actually, and again, I don't know if this matters. I've, I've found that trickier because you have to bring in people to have outsized impact in a quick, short amount of time, right? And like, I think that could help it like level up that it's a different an added challenge to what they had to do as a casting team because it's like you're not just finding like big names you have to also find people who are going to have like one episode to give an incredible emotional performance that 
viewers who have never seen this character or actor in this role at the beginning of the hour by the end have to feel like really invested in what they're doing right and i think that is like in the casting and also the acting and the performance but i think that's why it would win i think it just seems like trickier to me yeah i mean you, you they had to cast a bunch of guest actors like i you know i think that is difficult too but i think just from watching the shows like you're you spend more time with the white lotus cast than sure. the one-offs in the last of us so but you know like you know we were basically saying the same thing last year when it's like oh succession can lose this to yellow jackets because that was amazing casting and succession won so that's why i have succession in second and i still think it could win uh <laughs> so and i'm hoping it does because i do love it uh for comedy casting doors i bet you we have the same one but i have jury duty winning and then i have the bear abbott ted and only murders i have jury duty the bear ted abbott and murders uh you you spoke to the jury duty casting director you manifested this i feel like yeah i told her after we were done that um i said i think you should win the emmy so she got nominated and now she can and uh, i still think she should i think uh of all of these that's the trickiest casting i mean the rest of these you know like ted abbott and murders are um, well, they're not first year shows. Like the Bear is nominated for its first season, but like all four of these, they're traditional scripted shows. Whereas Jury Duty, like she said, Susie Paris, the casting director, she said like her only prompt was that like we're we have to cast a bunch of jurors and they have to look like everyday people, and there was no casting breakdown for any of the characters. So she was just meeting actors. Um, and you know they were like sending in tapes and i think like also now with the double strikes going on um the show exemplifies like what the root of the issues and who um they're all striking for and it's like not you know the big name actors like sack strike specifically not i think that's a the misconception with i think most people in the general public they think actors and it's like millionaires mansions you know private jets and all that stuff and it's not like like that's the one percent like most actors are just journeyman actors character actors not famous at all and that's this cast like the only famous person is james morrison um and then the rest of the jurors except for ronald obviously are these improv actors who've just been slugging away for years you know they have like other jobs to supplement their acting income and uh, you know, most people don't have never seen some of these actors before. Some of them have been on other shows, but they're like definitely a lot of, oh, that guy actors, you yeah. know. So, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's just a great cast. It's so well put together. And it's not just like the look of the character, the people either. It's they also need that improv skill set and they all have that. Yeah. It's like exactly right. I think that's why it's going to win too. Uh, and it's also a show they loved, not that they didn't love the bear. But they clearly loved yeah. Jury Duty. And it's a place where it can win. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of like, even if it doesn't win series, like it could be like Abbott. Like Abbott won this last year without winning series, you know? Um, For movie uh, limited series casting, I have Beef winning. Then Daisy Jones, Fleischman, Monster, and Weird. I have Beef, Fleischman, Weird. Um monster and daisy 
I interviewed the beef casting directors uh, and they should win because young Mazzino and Joseph Lee are great finds. And that's, that's it. Basically the cast is great. They did a great job filling out the cast around Allie and Steven, both of whom were attached uh, beforehand. I put Daisy Jones in second, not just because I love it, but I think again, having to put together a real band and the challenges of that were remarkable and they could have probably cast more famous faces, but they actually went with like, seemingly just like actors rather than like stars in a lot of the roles outside of like Riley Keough, I would argue. So. Yeah. I have Fleischman in second, just because it's the next strongest show after Mm -hmm. beef. So. Uh, All right. Now we're going to TV movie, I believe Joyce, right? Which they should move back to the main ceremony because it's competitive. So this year it is competitive and I have prey winning followed by weird fire Island Dolly Parton and Hocus Pocus 2. Um, I thought about Prey, um, but I have that in second. So I, I put Weird in first. And then so Prey. Weird is the favorite. Dolly I went with Prey because it has the writing and directing nominations. It does, yeah. And I just think that's will help it more so than Weird. I think Weird obviously has the acting nomination and then has the music wins. But I do wonder if it's more thought of as like the music thing rather than like the complete movie thing. Again, I don't know if they think this, they might not care about this and just be like, weird. I like that. It got a lot of nominations. I'm just going to have a win. But I think it has a shot. I think, I mean, it did pretty well at the guilds. So I think that helps it too. Um, so yeah, it has more total nominations than Prey, but mm-hmm. it didn't hit directing. So it does have acting. Like, I wonder how close Amber Mid Thunder was. And well, I think probably close. And like we had said, actor was a much softer category this year than actress. There was a lot more, a uh, lot of heavy name, bigger names. All right, for actress. Well, I wouldn't just go by their names. I think like quality wise. Yeah, sure. They were like but they'll actor, have great actress not yeah. a huge name like right. Jessica right but actor not as little more room for daniel to make it yes in. so i think but amber like if amber had made it in well then i think prey would be a knockout yeah. win but i still think it has well, they're both like missing something right um but i think it's between them and then fire island yeah or dolly and hocus pocus yeah so but they all they all have another nomination somewhere it is kind of rare is, to see these days yeah. for movie nominees. So it is tricky. Um, but yeah, I, I I like both of them fine. I think they're both solid movies. So it's not even like a a preference thing that I'm gonna like default to. I think praise maybe a little better, but they're both good. Um yeah, and I I do think it's of note that, you know, especially in the writing category, those top three movies made it into writing over a bunch of limited series mm-hmm. and all three of those movies came out in last year and early in the cycle in 2022 yes so it's like they watch stuff that came out early and they remembered it and they either did not watch like the spring slate like the deluge that came out in like april and may um or like they did and they watched some stuff after you know but they didn't love it as much as this so like these got these bigger nominations as opposed mm-hmm. to these limited series. So, yep. All right. Now there are the four guest categories, Joyce. First up is drama guest actress. 
I have Harriet Walter winning for Succession, then Melanie Linsky, Storm Reed, Hiyama Boss, Anna Torv, and Cherry Jones. I have Harriet, Melanie, Anna, Ham, Storm, and Cherry. So is this a hope diction because we both want Harriet Walter to win, or do you think she's just gonna like lock it in again? I think this is a competitive category. Um, I am hope dicting her, but I, I do think she can win. I don't spoiler alert have her winning comedy guest actress. No. Um I can really see any of them winning except for Cherry. And if Cherry wins, it would just be like when she won for handmaids. <laughs> except she did more in this episode of Succession than she did in that episode of handmaids um so we just have the three succession and three last of us the reason i ended up doing this is because i was like i think and again who knows because like you said they could just name check sherry and maybe all this is moot but my my calculus was i think harriet is got less competition from her succession opponents than Melanie or Storm or Anna have i think there's a closer there's a there's they're all closer the three last of us actresses are probably more evenly split than like yeah. Harriet, Hyam, and Cherry. Um, yeah, I think the three Last of Us ladies, they all have their share of fans. Yes. Whether just for their own persona or for their performance on the mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Um, but I think with the Succession ladies, I think people uh, this season... Uh, very much stand Hyam and Harriet like everyone wanted him to get the nomination and she did I think I I had Hyam in first after church uh, not church and state what was it honeymoon states excuse me and then Harriet came in like just throwing 100 miles an hour in the last two episodes and that kind of knocked her down for me uh yeah I mean like we knew she was going to come in at the end and she she submitted church and state not with open eyes face eggs so no face eggs but church technically and state no face eggs but technically there is face eggs so there's always face eggs <laughs> they're, uh, not, they're not paying attention to the actual episodes so. no but i do think church and state is a great episode for her because she's got yeah. that great moment with uh, carrie and also when she just clocks ships pregnancy immediately oh yeah really good so uh drama guest actor joyce uh, I wonder if we're both still on this, but I have James Cromwell winning, then Nick Offerman, Murray Bartlett, Lamar Johnson, uh, Kevion, Montreal, Woodard, and Ari Moyed in last. Stewie first in my heart, though. Team Ken, baby. Um, I thought about this a lot. And I, right now, have Nick. And then James, and then Kevin, uh, Murray, Lamar, and Aaron. Why'd you go to Nick? Because Last of Us did really well. And I think, uh, especially in acting too. Like, I think I would feel differently if they had only gotten him and Murray into guest in both guest ca categories. Although like I was predicting Anator, but it, it got multiple nominations in both categories. Um, and obviously Long Long Time is their like big episode of the season. He is one I think fans for sure 
want to win over Murray. I don't know if the Academy feels the same way. This is why because I actually in, didn't in go to phase me. one in phase one. I always had Murray above him when I was predicting. This is actually why I didn't go with Nick because they love Murray Bartlett so much so that he was nominated for Chippendales again, right? Another nomination here for a show that we were not super focused on. And I'm not sure they have that same affection for Nick Offerman. I would say um, Murray would come off more as a name check if he were the only Chippendales actor nominated like if he was the only nomination for the show altogether i do agree mm-hmm. that they like him but it got four acting nominations so the actors just love that show and it is a very fun show to watch sure. um i also think it helps that in the show he um nick Benoya, um the running gag in the show is like he's always reminding people that he has two emmys so it's like let's give murray bartlett a second emmy mm-hmm. um but the other reason i didn't go with nick is because I think having Lamar and Kevin in there is tough because they're both in such an emotional episode. Not certainly as much of a focus for many fans as long, long time, but like that is a heartbreak. I mean, I honestly thought about putting Kevin in first. So that to me means that like, I think they're like, we were just saying with Harriet over her three, her two succession stars versus like the three succession uh, for three last of us actresses. I think there's a, more there's more there's less daylight between these four last of us actors than there is between james cromwell and certainly Aaron moyad so i just think like he will prevail in a very like kind of barrel of monkeys type fashion against his competitors here from last of us yeah um like i i want james to win because i think like that eulogy like, I never really thought he should have won previously for his previous nominations, but this one, I'm like, he should win for this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the the category shook out in a, a good way for him to win. Like, I yes. do agree, like, Arian is not going to pull too many votes from him, if any. No. So, and then I do think, like, the other Last of Us guys could split more votes. Um, but I don't know, like, obviously the i don't even know it's momentum but the the predictions are with nick yes um but i i i don't think it's it looks like it's a lock for him but i don't think it is i don't think it is either like i i I think he can lose to james or a (laughs) co-star yeah uh we'll see how this one goes i mean like i'm looking here at the Hang on, let me see. I mean, I'm assuming Nick is first in the odds. Nick is first by a wide margin. Yeah. Not even close to anybody else. So I mean, look, it could, just, it could just be him all Maybe. the way. And we're just like talking about this for nothing. But overthinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh comedy guest actress Joyce. I have Taraji P. Henson winning for Abbott, then Harriet Walter, Sarah Niles, Judith Light, Quinta Brunson, and Becky M. Baker. I have Taraji, Judith, Becky, Harriet, Quinta, and Sarah. Uh, I put Judith in fourth. She's second in the odds, too. But I was like, I'm not, I don't think Poker Face is a factor, really. And I think they'll, that there's a better chance of one of the Ted women winning over Taraji. But I think Taraji has this in the bag. 
Um, I don't know if she has it in the bag, but I think it's like kind of similar to Nick where people also want her to win. A little bit, I think. It also felt like once that episode aired, it was like, oh, she's going to win. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this when it aired, but I was kind of underwhelmed by the episode. Same. I don't I think that it, matters. But, it doesn't. Iowa um, Devery was better in her episode. <laughs> Not nominated here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, like I have her in first, so I think she can win. And that's actually, because I don't have Abbott winning anything in the main show. So this is the only thing I have Abbott winning. Mm-hmm. Um. I put Judith in second because I feel like the fact that she did get in, it's like some people watched Poker Face on Peacock. Sure. So, and then like the Ted ladies, uh, they're just like, okay, like Sarah, she like technically did not submit jumping on the bed, but she jumped on the bed. So she submitted um, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And then like Becky and Harriet, I think they could just, they're kind of similar too, because it's like, they're just playing the moms. And Harriet didn't do that much. She has one scene in the finale with Hannah, basically. Becky has the whole episode to herself, not to herself, but it feels like it's to herself because it's like almost 90 minutes long. Um, But, you know, it's like a a big storyline. She has that scene at the end with Jason. So I think she... Um, would have the edge over the other two but I don't know if that's like really enough Um, because clearly they they love these TED actresses too because they continue to nominate them Um, I mean if if I was doing personal preference Becky would win this category I thought she was great on her episode and maybe that's enough to have her actually win even though I have her in last yeah, I have her in third. So I don't think Quinta is winning. So um No. But yeah, this could be another one where you're where we all just manifested the Taraji win the, like the second she was announced as uh Janine's mom. And then maybe it's uh not happening. Uh and then last up, Joyce here for their final creative arts category that we can predict. Comedy guest actor. I have John Bernthal for the Bear winning, then Luke Kirby, Oliver Platt, Pedro Pascal, Nathan Lane, and Sam Richardson. I also have Bernthal. And then Platt, Luke, Nathan, Sam, and Pedro. So I actually think I had Bernthal in before even season two premiered i was big on him for a while because i think he's so good in that first in that one episode of the bear uh, which he did not submit so he submitted the the finale when he looks he's like one look he's like in the finale for like three seconds maybe he has the great moment though because it's like the second to last shot of the finale is his yeah but like that's it it kind of amazing that that's what he submitted uh But man, he's great. And I think he should win for the bear. I just think he's so good. And I think having uh, fishes as like just in the ether would help him win here. I mean, that's basically why I have him winning because of season two. I think you could make a case for Luke for Maisel. 
but I'm just not sure care anymore about it. I I mean, I think, you know, clearly they were not paying attention to what John submitted. Certainly <laughs> like, not. Like, they just love their show. Like, I don't think season two coming out four days before the deadline really mattered that much. Like, we know they already love the bear. So, like, he and Oliver got in. Um, and they were not paying attention to what he submitted because he's not in the finale a lot. Um, so it's like, just love the show. Love him. Love Mikey. Here you go. And then he gets the benefit of, like you said, fishes, which everyone has seen now. And he does have a lot of scenes, including in the climax, a lot of forks. <laughs> and uh, I do think like people will have that in mind when they're voting, even though they're voting for season one, technically for his submission, in which he appears for like three seconds. So, um, so I have him, that's why I have him first. And then I have Oliver second just because it's another bear guy he's also great who has a, a lot more screen time in both seasons <laughs> i think oliver would could maybe win supporting actor next year though i think evan will next year uh certainly since there's no shows but i think they'll both be nominated next year in supporting actor and i think bernthal could win this again next year as guest actor for, I think act, for fishes for real for fishes for real and then also have competition for that same episode from uh bob odenkirk but uh, right now, I just think he's going to win. I don't know. Uh, Nathan Lane is certainly ahead in our odds, but uh, I'm glad he got his Emmy last year. It was a good win last year. I I don't really see him winning this again. No, same. So and he's not. And it was already announced that he's not in the third season. Yeah, they couldn't fit into a schedule, and so, so I do wonder. Not that that helps or hurts, but if there's no added, there's no added boost of having him return. No, I don't. I don't really care. I mean, it's guest star. You don't have to come back. So, right. <laughs> like, but it would help just to remember that he's like you know part of the show that they like when it's back. But I think it's already a plus for him that he made it back in, and you know you have like Steve Martin who couldn't make it back in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't think Sam or Pedro are winning. So. No. Uh, and that's it, Joyce. That's the creative arts. So we disagree in a lot of places, but also not that widely because we're either like your first is my second or, you know, my first is your second. Yeah. And then like with guests specifically, they, they're just, you know, they can give you complete whiplash. They could give you a really inspired win and show that they were paying attention mm -hmm. or they could be lazy as hell and do a name check. So and we won't find out for maybe six to nine months. Who knows? Maybe years. But you know what? They're, they're still going to vote next month. So so it doesn't matter when we find out because the voting will happen as scheduled in August. Uh, just is a lot of fun. We have one email here before we go. You can email us at slugfest at goldderby.com. It's from our old pal Harold and Maude. Oh. Hey, Joyce. I haven't sent in for a while. I don't really care about the Emmys as much as the Oscars. My question sort of has to do with that. For the past couple of years, uh, with the past couple of years being incredibly lazy with the nominations and wins and getting rid of the unlimited ballot didn't change much. Do you think the TV Academy would ever consider changing the system even more? Perhaps having a nomination committee like SAG or even a limit or a limit on the amount of nominees per show in each category. That's Harold and Maude. Joyce, what do you think? 
I mean, they they tried that panel shortlist system in 2006, and it was a disaster because a lot of people were not nominated. Like uh, James Gandolfini, Edie Falco lost. The reigning champion was not nominated, and Conan hosted that year, and that was like the bit in his um, package that opened the show. And then they just did away with that. Um, so yeah, they, um, the they started the unlimited ballot for nominations in 2017, and then they brought back the restricted ballot this year, uh, basically in response to the White Lotus spamming the limited categories last year. Or like you know they were they just watched two shows. It was that and like Dope Sick, mm-hmm. really, and like a little Pam and Tommy. <laughs> um so then i i think so like this year i think you saw the effects of the restricted ballot in some categories um like comedy supporting actor i think like i don't know if james marsden would have made it in without it Mm -hmm. um but then like in the drama categories i think it was just kind of circumstantial because we just have these like juggernaut hits in succession and the white lotus that just happened to have large ensembles as well so it was easy for them to go down the ballot and then i think if the last of us had supporting characters too they would have gotten them in into like those supporting categories um but instead you know they have a bunch of guest actors so they blitz the guest categories mm-hmm. and i think like the they just didn't care as much for like these other dramas that have supporting characters um so that's why like in drama supporting actor it was just two shows so i think they should consider limiting the number of slots on the ballot uh for you to nominate because right now you nominate the number of slots there are in the category so but seven um you nominate seven you don't have to fill out all seven but i think they do or a lot of them do if it's eight you do eight I think they should just limit it to like four and then like then you really have to be picky like you can't write down everyone in the white lotus cast (laughs) you know um like I'll give you an example because uh I'm in TCA so like when we nominate we get four slots the they two years ago right two years ago they expanded the nominations to eight which I don't really agree with it used to be five and then six and now it's eight that's just way too much but anyway so eight nominees um but nominating wise every category we can only pick four things not ranked to put them in any order you want just four things you're gonna fill out or four so this year when I was making my picks for the individual achievement in drama immediately like I knew I was always going to vote for Kieran Culkin and Sarah Stokes so I wrote them both down and then I did a first pass of the other categories. And then second pass back to that category. I was like, I'm going to do Betty Gilpin. So I did her. Mm-hmm. And then I was tormented over the, my fourth slot because there are so many people I want to nominate. And my friends and I were talking about this. We're like, like how many succession people is too many to nominate? It was like, should we do mm-hmm. Jeremy Strong? And one of my friends actually did three succession people, but her third was Matthew McFadden, not Jeremy. So then ultimately I voted for Racy Horn. 
instead of Jeremy. But honestly, if I had eight slots, if I had an unlimited ballot, I definitely would have voted for Jeremy Strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but instead I only have four, so I had to be pickier about who I wanted to vote for. So do you I think they'll ever do this? It is a I good think idea. They should. I think like, you know, this clearly the restricted ballot with the number of slots a number of nominating slots per, uh, matching the category slots is not really working because there still is too many shows for people to watch. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that like the top shows, the strongest shows are still dominating, especially if they have large casts. I mean, we're just talking about like, the acting categories here, but I think if you just limited, like they only pick like four or five things or, or like fewer, you have fewer slots than there are in the category um, I think that might help. It doesn't even mm -hmm. need to be ranked. So, but I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it. I think they should. <laughs> I mean, do you think they'll change it after this year? Um, I don't know. I mean, I felt like it took them a long time to do away with the unlimited ballot, even though we saw it happening. It took, it took the white Lotus last year for them to change it. My argument would be, I don't know if there's enough outcry this year despite the fact that obviously people think it's lazy and bad, there yeah. just weren't a lot of people who were left out that I think anybody was super passionate about missing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, as like these, there is too much TV and then there's not enough really great TV. And this, so the shows that are great dominated this Emmys and shows that have like good components or that people like are not, there's not enough of a consensus around those that people were outraged that like certain people missed, I would argue. I think it's also hard because of the strikes. We're not going to have a, the same amount of shows. Like like the stuff that's already in the can will premiere. So we're we're not going to have a lot of shows for whenever the next Emmys will be, probably in like five years. You know, but like this the current cycle that the eligibility period. Um, you know, and we like a lot of these shows are over too, like Succession, Better Call Saul. Yeah, so I think next year will be interesting to see. Like, I think we're going to have fewer slots too, like with keeping with the proportional rule. I think we'll like, have fewer slots. And like you were saying, like, if we're lucky, you'll have like six episodes of Abbott, right? I mean, like, that's like, so like you're going to look at the bear and then like, they're going to really have to find shows that they liked, right? That have either are in the can or coming back or like we're premiering now. And so I think next year's could be a lot of fun because it could be a lot of people who are not on the usual nominees based on stuff that was ending and based on stuff so that it, would it be would, there. It'll just be like another COVID year, like two years ago. Right. So that'll so. be kind of interesting. And then I don't think there'll be that much of an outcry then like there is now. And then we'll go to the next year. And then maybe there would be because who knows what's going to be on or what shows come out that people are like, I love this show now. But I do think they should change it and and limit the number of nominating slots, no matter what. Yeah. Like, just force people to actually think about it instead of just, you know, running through and be like, "Oh, I love Succession and The White Lotus and The Last of Us. So I'm going to nominate all these actors." Mm -hmm. from it. the it's not that I think like these other shows. Like, I think like Jonathan Banks got votes, but there's just they were already off of Better Call Saul because they've they dropped him years ago already. Mm -hmm. You know, but. It just wasn't enough to knock out the lowest getting White Lotus guy. Right. Either It's kind of like, remember when Succession got all five slots at DJ last year? 
like I don't think every member was voting for succession I think it was just the biggest show and they all I mean maybe like one person probably voted you know off succession down the ballot but they probably voted for like two or three episodes and then I don't even know what else was around that year I don't know like handmaids or something like the handmaids probably got some votes you know like these other dramas but it just wasn't enough to completely knock out success the lowest getting succession episode right um so I think if you make it harder for them like fewer slots then they actually have to think about it and and decide who they really wanted to give their vote to mm-hmm. uh, uh joyce uh so you can email us at slugfest at goldderby.com joyce this was a lot of fun so uh we'll be back next week with some uh, i guess we'll go through maybe individual categories start with start with comedy maybe who knows we'll figure it out all right i'll talk to you then Bye. for all things hollywood competition and award season head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.